and don't have much to say. Thank you for joining me. I'm Mike Lyons. I'm not important and don't have much to say. On tonight's episode, I'll speak live with LGBT rapper activist PD Plastic. I'll also have, as always, Carrie Childers to discuss the latest in pop culture. If you want to chat with us, feel free to call in at 516-387-1230. Again, that's 516-387-1230. And without further ado, let's welcome PD Plastic. Hi, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so um, let's just get us started. Um, talk with us a little bit about um, what you've what you've been working on lately. Um, well, I mostly have been doing uh, like TV work. I signed a TV contract about like six or seven months ago. So oh, how exciting! That's upcoming. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So I've been taking a little bit of a break from music, but. Uh, uh, I'm recording uh, during Fashion Week in New York uh, a few new songs just so I have some. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I did a song with uh, Cupcake um, mm-hmm. about three months ago. Uh, and then I have a few more collaborations in the mix uh, coming up. I've been, I enjoy collaborations more than making my own solo stuff these days because uh, for years I did my own solo stuff. and. Uh, it gets kind of boring just doing it by yourself. It's cool to mm-hmm. add new people into the mix and get different ideas and uh, like different sounds from the collaboration because it pushes me to do things that I normally don't do. But yeah, That's... aside from that, I'm just working on a bunch of new singles. I'm sick of dropping like full albums, so I'll do like <laughs> little EPs instead of like nine song albums. Right. Uh, you know, are people really open to working with each other? more now than you think they they used to be because you see a lot of collaborations in music um i think that people just don't have money to be uh working on their own Mm -hmm. stuff these days because uh it's getting a little more expensive um like now people expect better quality when i started making music uh i was doing it on garage band and releasing it on myspace so it didn't have to be the best quality Right. Uh, so people weren't like that really like caring about collaborations. Now people can't really afford to make music uh, fully on their own. Luckily I have all the aspects to do it on my own, but other people right. don't. So I think they're more likely to collaborate because uh, it's, it, it, all they have to do is just record their vocals for like a hundred bucks in the studio or 200 bucks in the studio, send it out rather than have to pay 1500 to $2,000 for a song. So people wow. are definitely more likely to, collaborate these days and that's expensive you would think with you know uh, the constant you know progression of technology that it would become more affordable but that's really interesting that you're saying actually the opposite can is true um because of the expectations that people have that's really fascinating i didn't even think of that um i wanted to actually talk a little bit about that um we spoke several years ago i don't know if you remember, but I had you on several years ago when the show was on under a different name. Um, and I've been following you since, um, has your music evolved in any way? You touched on that a little bit now. Has it evolved topically or stylistically? Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, evolved in a bunch of different ways. Uh, I, I had management, I believe I was talking about this the last time, or maybe I was signed at that time. Uh, but I, I was signed to a management that wanted me to only make straight music because he said it's more of an appeal. But I'm obviously, as you can tell from social media, for 
the longest age, I am incredibly gay. <laughs> right. So, uh, so my stuff has changed now that I'm not signed and I do everything independently, uh, that I can talk about whatever subjects I want. Um, but as of now, uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm, done a lot of like really cheesy and fun and upbeat type stuff uh mm -hmm. i released a more serious ep like a year well not a year like three or four years ago uh and i kind of want to go back into doing another thing like that and i've been experimenting with uh, different types of music jazz and i'm not going to make a full jazz album that's not me but <laughs> i've been mm -hmm. adding elements from other uh genres into my music uh, so it's not just going to be like straight up like cheesy corny rap um i used to songwrite right. when i was a kid and be in bands and stuff like that like i'm pretty good at it i just never showcase that side and i just want mm -hmm. to showcase like showcase that side a little bit um i still enjoy making the fun crude rap stuff because i am a fun crude rap like fun and crude dude but like uh more than i am a serious guy and just from my social media as you can tell i'm not very serious unless it's right. about like a topic i'm passionate about <laughs> but uh yeah, I just want to show the world that I can actually do something like this and get that over with and go back to my fun, cheesy stuff a little bit. Yeah, well, you should. That's that's exciting. And sometimes, you know, it's important to just switch things up a little bit. I wanted to actually talk to you about how outspoken you are, um, specifically on, on Twitter. Um, as as an LGBT figure, um, do, do you find it especially important to be outspoken and and honest, especially in the current political and social climate oh yeah definitely um and especially because i'm uh i'm not as much of a leftist as many of the other gays are um, right. people don't realize that like you don't have to be like a completely overly liberal person to be in the gay community mm -hmm. um, people don't think of things logically and i think i have more of this centrist type uh view of a gay person uh, I don't think that every single conservative value is completely evil, uh, but I also don't think that every single liberal uh, value is very uh, good at the same time. Uh, right. You have to meet in the middle. Um, so I think that is important to show because a lot of people just go by, you're either like viewing news that is alt-right or you're viewing news that is completely all the way to the left. And um, both of them are both extreme groups but it's becoming normal to have these extreme ideas like put onto the people because that's all that um, is being broadcasted on all of these networks uh, or the social media websites like Huffington Post and all that kind of stuff. They're very, um, they're very, uh, I guess you could say, what is it, alt-left or whatever it is? I mean, I know alt-right is extreme-right, but I guess mm -hmm. extreme-left, they're super like that, so... Uh, it gives another aspect to people, which I enjoy. I, I did a my minor in, in college is philosophy, so uh, I look at all types and like philosophy. And my main thing is allocation uh, strategic business. So I have to open my mind to a bunch of different areas. And a lot of people don't get to do that, so I kind of bring that to the table. Well, one thing that I think is really interesting about that is, you know, I try to bring different people on with different views, um, you know, on the show just to share their ideas. And um, the one thing that I do is, you know, I just try to be really honest about it. And, you know, I was actually surprised uh, by some things that I saw you posting, and it really made me look at myself and say, wow, what kind of concept do I have for what, uh, what a gay person, you know, or LGBT or, you know, whatever, anyone that's in the community, what, 
you know, what they should be thinking. What's my perception? And I was like, wow, it's a little, I'm a little skewed. I really assumed that, um, you know, LGBT people would, should be thinking in one particular way. So I'm really glad you brought that up actually, that, you know, people do need to realize that with, within every group, there's a whole spectrum of thoughts and, and ideas. So I think that's really great that you just brought that up. Um, on an entirely uh, less political topic, but with regards to you being outspoken, um, I wanted to talk to you um, about, you write a lot about your lip injections lately. And I thought that was really interesting because you don't see a lot of men publicly discussing things like that. Um, So I wanted to ask you a question about that. Are men getting lip injections or other alterations and they're just not talking about it? Uh, yeah, tons of guys are, especially like the go-go dancers and all that kind of stuff. They don't want to, they don't want to really because they want to look all natural and think that they're hot shit. But for me, it's I'm all about plastic surgery and plastic surgery means money. So uh, I'm not into <laughs> buying Louis Vuitton and I'm not into anything like that. I want something permanent that could show that girl I ain't poor. So that's where the lip injections come in. It's like lip injections are expensive. Um, so it's like having a quality tattoo. Like you can go get a shitty one, but if you buy right. a huge piece from a good artist, it's like five, six thousand dollars, and you show that off, and that's permanent. I look at it the same way when it comes down to cosmetic surgery. Uh, I'm fully. Uh, I, I like to flaunt that kind of stuff because then I'm doing what I want to do to make myself look the best that I can, and I don't care if it wasn't natural. I still look good. <laughs> so that's why I'm more I'm very open about it. Plus, yeah. it makes my head game way better too. So I can't complain. <laughs> Have you had any other? Do you get any other work done, or would you consider? Would you consider it? Is there anything that you want to have worked on? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I've had my nose done, I've had my cheeks done, I've had my jawline done, I've had my lips done. Uh, I get my under eyes done. Um, really? I want to get more. Yeah, I get, I'm, oh my god, my favorite, I'm not pretty plastic for no reason. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I want to get my teeth done. Uh, I got hit in the face with a hockey puck when I was younger, uh, uh-huh. and I broke like the uh, like the right side of my jaw, so it's like oh pushed god. in. Uh, mm. Yeah, and I like I didn't really have insurance when I was a kid because I was broke, right. so uh, I never really got to fix it perfectly. So it's still messed up. So I would like just to get all of my teeth knocked out and get all fake teeth. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just so that I could have them, like, yeah, to have them perfect. You know, so, my yeah, friends think I'm, I want. <laughs> uh, people think I'm crazy because I always say there should be an age where, um, like, everyone – when they turn a certain age, they should just go and have all their teeth removed and we all just get fake teeth because it's just not worth dealing with anyway for what, you know, all the problems. Um, and everyone thinks yeah. I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm with you. Um, so have those teeth done. Um, yeah, uh, let's, I, talk, I, I do, let's talk a bit <laughs> about that single. Like, sorry. Oh, sure. Oh no, that's okay. Uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> Oh no, I I completely agree. I think that all of them should be. I, if I could afford it now, I would pay the fifty thousand and get them all knocked out. Right. <laughs> I, I don't it? want no cavities. I don't want no pain or anything like that. Because even at a younger age, like I take pretty good care of my teeth, and mm-hmm. but I grind my teeth at night and stuff like that. And so do I. And they hurt. So yeah, get them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about your single, uh, "Queens of the Streets," featuring Cupcake. Um. First of all, what's it like working with someone like Cupcake? Um, 
it was pretty cool. It was pretty like easy and smooth. Uh, mm-hmm. We both didn't get into the studio together because mm-hmm. um, I'm always traveling. She's killing it right now, traveling everywhere. So everything yeah. was actually done over the internet, which wow. was cool. Uh, yeah, and like we, I just sent it to my producer. It's a little like it's not as easy as it sounded because this is my first mm-hmm. like full collaboration doing that. Right. Because um, normally I would have the collaboration done like in the studio in New York and I would work on it, but I recorded it in LA. I sent it to my producer in New York and then she sent mm-hmm. her stuff to that guy, well, to me, and then I sent it to him. And it's like a lot of back and forth waiting. So it right. took way longer than expected. Um, but she's really cool. Uh, she was really quick with it. Like she said, within like a week she would have it. She had it on the sixth day. Uh, she was wow. very, very easy going and like we're very easy to work with. And she has like a big schedule. So I was, very thankful that it was so quick. <laughs> now, do you, do you give her input on like her part of the song or, or like, do you write that or does she have like free reign for her part to just sort of do whatever she wants with it? How does that work? Um, I mean, every, every artist discuss uh, like what the theme of the song is, but I'm not mm-hmm. very picky. Um, I, I like the, um, the feature artist to have free range, but mm-hmm. also every song has to have some type of uh, theme. So I just let her know, well, this is what it's about. It's about right. like being an escort and like being like, uh, it's a sex positive song. Like just write a verse that's sex positive and that something has to do with being an escort. And she wrote the whole thing herself. I didn't write it. Uh, I usually write stuff for people, but I let her have full range. I think she's perfectly more than ha- like able to handle it. Uh, yeah. Well, the whole song is yeah, amazing. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a concept I made uh, uh, a while back, and I was working on it. It was like a beat that I never used from like 2012 or 2013, and I found it on my computer. And I was bored one day, and I wrote to it. And then uh, I, I shot her over an email to her management, and then she was down to do it. So um, it actually really worked out well. <laughs> like I said, yeah. it was an unused beat that I, I paid for a long time ago. So really didn't cost me as much as a, the song should, so it was a good deal for me. <laughs> That's great. Um, why don't we have a listen to it um, during our break, and then uh, you're going to come back um, and chat with us a bit more, and you're going to play a game with us. Uh, does that sound good? Cool. Yeah, that sounds okay. awesome. <laughs> great, thanks. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Um, Petey's going to stick around, um, and he'll be back to chat with us. Uh, but uh, let's hear that song. It's called Queens of the Street. And I encourage people uh, to purchase it um, as soon as they can. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the song a bit more when we come back, but have a listen. This is PD Plastic featuring Cupcake with Queens of the Streets. Some lip injections, but you better be prepared for a dick inspection. If it don't look clean or it's under eight inches, you'll be filling me up, bitch. So get out the kitchen. The only cooking I do can get me in trouble, but I'm a boss ass bitch and I'm killing the hustle. Now we're talking about killing, you better run on the double. Cause if you think about kitchen, I'll be grabbing the shovel. It'll be off of your head because I am the queen. And if you really want the D, you better cough up the green. If I ain't getting paid, baby, we ain't fucking. And if it's not good, baby, I ain't nothing. If you pay well, you can hit it again. Don't be blowing me up though, cause we ain't friends. Got a bunch of clients through that payroll good. Living life like a bitch. Coming straight from the hood
judge me, hand up the money, for the situation get ugly, do as you told, eyes blindfold, now crawl on your knees like a puppy, make it get up, get up, come feed me your nut, baby call me your slut, eat this pussy hut, this shit on the cut, can you finger my butt, it ain't a good fuck if I ain't walking with a crush, but let's stay on topic, I need that deposit, gotta take me shopping, put clothes in my closet, I know you wanna marry me because you know I'm popping, and you know my coochie hole tighter than a socket, fuck him like an escort, when we in the resource, send his ass back home like he get a divorce, play with his head and I'm not talking circumcised, I use his face as a play right between my thighs. I'm not important and don't have much to say. If you want to call in, you can reach us at 516-387-1230. And I'd like to welcome back PD Plastic. Welcome back. Hey. Uh, how does it feel like listening to your own music? Do you like hearing yourself? Does it bother you? Um, it's like a love-hate relationship. Um, uh-huh. I really don't like listening to my newer stuff. Um, like because not because I don't like it. It's just that mm-hmm. like when you're in the recording studio and like you're like working on producing this like I don't produce everything myself, but I sit there and listen to it with the producer to make sure that it's working well. And right. once you hear the song like literally like six hundred times, seven hundred times, like over and over and over, like by the time you're ready to perform the song for the first time, you're already fucking over it. Right. Uh, so like I, I enjoy listening to my older stuff now that it's older and I'm like yeah I came further from that oh yeah that was a good part oh yeah I did good there right. like, I'm, I'm happy of my older stuff when back then I really wasn't uh, so it's just like a love-hate relationship because like it's just like listening to your favorite song it's like okay I can listen to it enough and then now it's like okay I'm over this I need to find new stuff it's the same with your own music it's like you listen to the same thing six seven hundred times and then like you're over it so unfortunately right. like that's that's how I am. It's like I'm over. Like when I finally release the new stuff, like I'm ready to work on stuff and uh, and happy to release that. But then when production and everything is done with that, I'm sick of that too. So right. like I said, it's a love relationship. I know like Kesha doesn't listen to her own music. A lot of people don't like to listen to their own music because you worked on it for so long, put so many hours into it that like you don't want to hear it anymore. Right. I can't even just stand my voice. Like, I mean, I'll be on, I'll be on the air for like an hour and a half tonight, and then it gets put into a podcast. I never listen to it ever again because I just can't. Yeah. I can't even hear myself. <laughs> and I'm like yeah, working for an I'm hour, and I'm like, nope. Way. It's it's the same way. Uh, I've worked in the fashion industry for the last like five years now, uh, and I do like marketing for it, and, like styling and mm-hmm. stuff, and. Uh, 
I'm the same way. I really, really hate talking on the phone. Uh, I hate hearing my voice. I don't like watching videos of myself. I don't like listening to past interviews. It's just, it's, I don't like my like listening to myself. It's just weird because uh, I, I don't realize how deep my voice is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, with the... Uh, uh, with auto tune and all that, not auto tune, but like you can pitch shift like your voice a little higher. Like yeah. my voice is way too deep, so I work on it a little bit. When I don't like auto tune it, but I make sure that I pitch it like one shift higher, just so I don't sound so deep. Um, right. And for me, I'm just like I just don't realize how deep my voice is. So for <laughs> me, I don't like listening <laughs> to it. Well, we love listening to it, and this song in particular, um, I read on YouTube um, that. The proceeds from this particular song that I just played, Queens in the Street, um, the proceeds of that go to help LGBT youth. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, every like when I when I worked for um, like one of the fashion companies I worked for, they used to match me for anything that I would buy from them at like wholesale price. Uh, mm-hmm. That would match me with clothes, and I would go deliver it to like LGBT. I live right across the street from the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Okay. So what I would do is I would just go buy a bunch of clothes and deliver it to them because, uh, and like shaving cream and all that other stuff because I think they need that more than the money because like I I think the LGBT center is very trustworthy with money but I'd rather just like have something that goes directly to the people that are there. Yeah, real um, real so things yeah, that I mean, can help them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I, I donate stuff like that. Uh, Queens of the Street. Uh, it's a free. It's actually a free download. Uh, but mm-hmm. I have it up on iTunes and all that kind of stuff because uh, that's how you get it on uh, like Spotify and stuff. It goes on all right. of them. So I, any any like actual profits that I make from it that people don't want to buy it, like download mm-hmm. it for free. They want to actually support it. Go to uh, my little son that I just go buy like socks and stuff like that and deliver them to the LGBT center across the street. That's great. That's really nice of you. Um, so you mentioned um... – that you'll be at, at Fashion Week in New York. And that's yeah, upcoming, right? DragCon. Yeah, it's uh, in two weeks. Uh, it, it starts uh, on the seventh, I believe, Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know I arrived there the sixth, uh, so I think it starts on the seventh, and then it's until like the fourteenth, and then there's DragCon, which is on my twenty-fifth birthday uh, on September 9th, which I'll be at. How exciting! <laughs> I'm getting old. I feel like I act like I'm 21, I should say, but my body does not feel like it. I can barely <laughs> even, like, I used to be an alky and drink a shit ton. Now I have, like, four or five beers in the next morning. I want to kill myself. Oh, it only gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So now, you also mentioned, now, this I didn't know about. You, did, you mentioned about television, but are you able to talk about that right now, or do you need to stay quiet about that? Um... I really don't care anything you can say. So, uh, <laughs> well, I just got signed to, uh, it's like a big production company. Um, mm-hmm. And we were in talks with Logo, but uh, Logo is now not around anymore, I don't think. Uh, okay. It's not like, that's why RuPaul's Drag Race is on VH1. Uh, oh. So it, it's been like a little transition stage. So we're going for other networks, but uh yeah, there's a, there's a few new things, uh, and if that doesn't go, I'm starting my own production company anyway. Uh, I have all the equipment, so uh, if TV doesn't work out, it's going to be a YouTube-type situation, mm-hmm. so 
I'll be That's so up exciting. on the screens anyway by 2018. Great. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. so uh, we wanted to play a little game with you. We call it One Word Why. Um, I'm going to explain the rules to you. Um, it's really simple, though. So um, I'll ask you a question um, that requires you to give me a celebrity's name. And okay. then I will ask why. And you can only answer in one word. So I'll give you an example. If I asked you um, who your favorite country music artist was, you might reply Dolly Parton. And then I'll ask why, and you could only answer with one word, and you might say breasts. I was just about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you ready to play? Yep. Okay. Um, so the, the first the first answer can be more more than one word if you need it to be. Um, what is your favorite guilty pleasure music? Uh, fifth harmony. Fifth harmony. Okay, now one word answer. Why? Uh, it's not really a one word answer, but the construction workers. <laughs> <laughs> The work from home video. Oh my god, that makes me wetter than Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, who would you like to collaborate with the most? If you could just pick anyone to collaborate with, who? Um, oh. Probably Marilyn Manson. And one word answer, why? I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I have him like tattooed twice on me, like huge portraits. Uh, he's a big inspiration to me. I know my music isn't the same, but uh, I would create a cool concept with him. <laughs> if uh, next question, if you could sleep with any celebrity, who would it be? Um, I think everyone knows the the answer that I'm going to say, but there's plenty of them. I would say Justin Bieber. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I bet it's Justin Bieber Um, because I'm paying attention to on social media. Okay, and one word answer, why? Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's cute and rich, and he's young. So it's just like it's all of of the best. It's 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 like a sugar daddy who's younger than me, so I don't have to worry about him getting like 70 years old and I'm still 30. I'll be older than him, so I'll be more than happy to get with him. Two more questions. Uh, one, what is the smallest size dick you would sleep with? Um, this is more than a one-word answer, but as my song, Queens of the Street, says, mm-hmm. it's under eight inches. <laughs> no, it's, it's under eight inches. I'm touching on it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Now, if that would be... Would that be your one-word answer? Do you think if we we Eight hyphenate inches. it, size queen? <laughs> no, yeah, size queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last question: What is the biggest fashion don't? And this, this um, could be more than one word. Your first part. Um, spandex leggings. Spandex leggings. Okay, and one word answer: Why? Um, it's tough. Um, I just, I just hate them. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't do like people just don't know how to wear them, so I guess like unwearable. Unwearable. Or unclassy. Unclassy. I should say. 
Okay. Thank you so much for playing. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So that's it. You made it to the interview. Um, Thank you so much for coming on tonight and and talking with us. And I really, I hope you come back anytime you want to promote music or you're working on another project or you just want to, just want to like shoot the shit and talk about pop culture or whatever. You're always welcome back with us. Oh yeah. I'm always down for that. I love talking shit. (laughs) My favorite thing to do. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Um, If you want to support PD Plastic and listen to more of his music, there's a link below if you're listening to us through Blog Talk Radio. Or a simple search on iTunes for PD Plastic will get you to where you need to be. I also highly suggest following PD Plastic on Twitter if you don't already. The link is also below. Remember the proceeds for Queens of the Streets. Go to help out a great cause. So if you're able to definitely purchase the song and help some people out. It's really important if you could afford it. You know, music comes very cheap to us. We're very lucky. Um, So, and a little goes a long way. So thank you so much, PD Plastic, uh, for joining us tonight. That was a lot of fun. music you have to have it every time carrie okay okay all right so my dog was behaving through the whole interview until right at the end oh yeah i was about to say he was not i heard that little asshole one yeah yeah right at the end he started playing yeah. with a stuffed animal that he stole from someone he shouldn't have stole it from oh god oh goodness um, yeah i won't i don't i don't want to talk about it anymore i don't want to talk about it um <laughs> um thievery afoot i know there is there's dog thievery. Um, so how, how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I have been up to nothing. So I've been pretty good in that respect. <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic. What do you yeah. think of PD Plastic? I, I thought it was a very enjoyable interview. I liked it. And yeah, I liked the song, obviously, yeah. Yeah. You know what I thought was most interesting, which I didn't know, and you know, I, didn't, I didn't want to bring it up while I was talking to him because I was embarrassed, but I, I mentioned it to you that like, so he was talking about how um, when he was signed on with, uh-huh. with a label, they only wanted him to release, you know, like a quote unquote straight music, right? Yes. And he said now that, you know, he does everything independently, he can do whatever he wants. And I was going to say, you know what, the last time you were on, um, you were signed with them. And I had no idea that he's, you know, gay or what I actually, did he, did he even say he's flat out gay? I don't know if he, he could be bisexual. I, I, don't I do crap. not recall. I think he might have said something about gayness. I don't know. He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah. Well, he's really I mean, into go dick, back and listen cool. to that interview. He was pretty like, he, he was pretty dick happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So he's gay. Um, and, I, and I didn't even realize it the last time that I was talking yeah, to him. Yeah, the last time, like, yeah, it was not as overt. Yes, and I was, you know, um, you, you know, like I've been following him ever since, and I was just sort mm-hmm. of like, oh, just one one day he just, you know, 
started, there was different kind of pictures. And then he started saying, you know, things about, you know, being with men. And I was like, oh, what's happening here? And I loved it. It made me really happy to see it (laughs) happening. But, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, what's going on? Um, So that's really interesting. I'm glad that you brought that up because um, you were wondering. I was nervous to ask. I was wondering. Also, really not my business. You know, it's so weird to me that someone. I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but like, on the other hand, I kind of don't. That that uh, like a manager, producer, whatever would be like, let's stay with the straight stuff and not do the gay stuff. Because once you have a gay audience, you're pretty much set for life. Like, don't piss them right. off, and they will buy everything. Like, a gay audience is extremely loyal. I mean, Liza is rich because the gays love her, and that's pretty much it. And right. obviously the Judy Garland mom thing, but <laughs> it happened. I mean, yeah, that's that's also part of the gay thing. If Judy Garland wasn't her mom, you know, right? The gays take care of you. That's all I'm saying. They do. They do. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about some uh, pop culture. Some of this, some of the stuff tonight <laughs> is like is weird. Like you and I were talking earlier, we felt like we were hitting like this pop culture dry spell just, yes. just today for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know what it is, but it was like we were like digging around stuff to talk about. Yeah, just anything interesting that wasn't like overtly political. Right. So um, let's start by talking about that woman that was killed in the submarine. Yay! This is such a weird, this is, I've been actually following this for a couple of days to like a week or so ever since she went missing. It's such a weird thing. This guy in Denmark, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. like crowdfunded a submarine. I'm not exactly sure how much of it he built himself and how much of that went on, but this woman right. who's named is was Kim Wall uh, mm-hmm. went to the submarine to write uh, a story about him. She's a free she's nah, I can't speak a freelance journalist. Okay. So there's a picture of her on his submarine, and apparently, like they go on the submarine, whatever you do when you're on a friggin' submarine. Uh, right. And he, this is where the story starts to like diverge because he says, mm-hmm. "Oh, I left her at." the dock on friggin' dry land and stuff. Everything was cool. Right. And her boyfriend said that she never returned home. And so they're like, okay, well, where is she? She was last seen on a uh, weird crowdfunded homemade submarine and now she's not around. Yeah. So this doesn't sound good. And very soon after that, he was seen sinking the submarine. Uh, and the person that saw it said there was no panic at all. The man was absolutely calm. So it didn't seem like, oh, crap, the, the submarine is sinking and I got to get off. It, was, right, it seemed like right. someone was sinking a submarine. Right. So then he <laughs> changed his story to, well, there was an accident on board and I buried her at sea, which is a polite way for saying I threw her body into the ocean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. And at the same time, a headless, limbless torso was found very close to where this was all happening. Oh, no. And uh, people were like, hmm, that's that's a weird coinky thing. And they took some DNA from, like, her hairbrush and her toothbrush, and that, that torso was her. <gasps> so that went on to, this does not look like an accident. I mean, uh, why would you... 
do that if it was just an accident because the police said it looked like he was trying to uh, not only make her unidentifiable, but make it so that uh, gases that build up when you're decomposing yeah. would not out already and she would sink instead of float. So wow. that's a lot. Sorry, of, my stupid dog. It's okay. We're just talking about murder. This dog doesn't care at all about the human condition. His, um, his, his bloodlust is uh, <laughs> rising. Yes, it is. Uh, but, like, he obviously did not want her to be found, which is a little much to go to for an accident. Right. So that's, that seems extremely awful. That's, now, has that's... he been arrested? Is he, like... At first, he was charged with manslaughter, and now I think they got him again. I can't... Like, he's been arrested again. I can't find... I have, like, a million tabs up on this guy. Um, that's... Crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what, you know, you really wonder, like, what, obviously we don't totally know what the heck was going on, but like, it, like, was the, the plan all along to, like, like, it just seems so weird. Like, I'm going to crowdfund a submarine just so I could get someone on it and kill them. But, like, at, yeah. at the same time, you're like, what happened? To, yeah. Occurred? Uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe he, she was going to, maybe something terrible happened on board. There was an accident and it, maybe it didn't kill her or anything, but she was going to write up a really bad review of his right. weird homemade submarine and he wouldn't be right. able to crowdfund any more of his stuff. And so, like, he maybe got into a raging kilter or maybe, like, on a submarine by yourself with a woman, he tried something and then got mad and who knows? There's oh my god. So this is like still a developing thing. So we're going to have to yes. keep keep an eye out on that. Yeah. Um, He's still saying that he mm-hmm. did not do anything on purpose. So Okay. I I don't know. Well, we'll have to uh, be fair, I guess, and let them do their investigating. Yeah. They uh, I, I'm reading now the prosecutors have uh, said that they will be seeking murder charges. Good. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, let's also be totally honest here. I mean, like, even if there was some kind of horrible accident, right? Like, I mean, yeah. if you and I were on a submarine, uh, we'll, we'll be hypothetical here. Yeah, if, yeah. If Carrie and I are on a submarine and Carrie drops dead on the submarine for whatever reason, um, like, I'm not going to chop her limbs off and then try to hide her (laughs) yeah that's just that's taking things up to a whole nother level yeah so like if something horrible did happen to her that was totally out of his control right um Mm -hmm. like like if you had a heart attack like then i would like keep the truth on my side and let everyone know like you had a heart attack on the submarine and and here you are like i wouldn't I wouldn't chop you up and sink the submarine. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't see how, even if they didn't ever find her body, how he was going to get out of this one. Because you were last seen on a submarine with this lady, and now she's missing. And right, it, it was just never going to be okay for him. <laughs> no. All right, so we'll have to come back to this. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as it gets updated. Um, and another story that we talked about briefly and said we would come back to is about uh, uh, Usher and Herpes. Um, yes. So um, totally, re- I love how we go to murder on the submarine and now Usher and Herpes. Uh, yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. 
Um, so um, a little, little bit of an update about this. One thing that I was reading about now is mm-hmm. that Usher, I don't know, filed some kind of statement in the courts uh, for, for the one woman from Georgia who said that he gave her herpes. Mm-hmm. And now he's basically saying like, well, you don't know that you got herpes from me. You could have gotten mm-hmm. herpes from some, someone else. Um, yeah. And now, now it's turning into this like you can't prove it type of type of yeah yeah which is i mean it's very interesting what he's not saying because he is not saying you couldn't have gotten herpes from me because i don't have it and i've never given it to anyone he's just saying maybe you slept with someone else that gave it to you because there's still uh the lawsuit that he paid out to someone that was for like 1.1 million dollars i don't know if it was a settlement or if it was a full-on like lawsuit that went through things but he he definitely paid someone money because he gave them an std so we don't know here (laughs) interesting so this is like this is another ongoing thing so we'll have to we'll have to come back to it so also but like is he also saying though so then is he technically admitting or has he admitted that he has slept with this woman i don't know he i haven't seen anything about that i i'm guessing it sounds like kind of like a legal speak for if we did do something maybe it was not me that gave you (laughs) (laughs) because it's very possible that you have been with other people other than me if you were with me kind of thing is he married yes i think he's married and i'm pretty sure he's got kids with her has the wife like said anything or like spoke i I haven't seen anything about her i think she's standing by him like i i don't know if she said much other than like no he didn't do anything right I don't know. Very interesting. Um, so someone won the uh, won the Powerball this morning. Yes. Um, and she uh she's she quit quit her job uh just this morning. Yeah. Um, uh her um well, gosh I'm gonna butcher her name. Well her first name is Mavis. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Wan Wanchek I think actually is that's how I'm that, saying it. That sounds good. Yeah, actually, because uh, she sort of ends like uh, like my sister's last name, Wanchek. Yeah. Um, that's, so that's what I'm calling her, Mavis Wanchek. So um, she is taking home so much money. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's like 420-something million dollars, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so the, um, so the Powerball w- was for um, $758.7 million uh, of yeah. grand prize. And mm-hmm. then, and then she's taking home. There's friggin' ads flying up in my face here, and, and won't let me read it. But yeah, it's something about that. Close to half of the. the yeah, amount. and it was either you can get this amount right now, which I think is around four hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. I want to say four hundred and twenty-eight, but it might not be that. But it's around four hundred and twenty something million dollars, or you can get the seven hundred something million dollars over the course of like 20 years right so, oh okay see but then you always pay taxes they always say to take the lump sum like take it up yeah front. i i don't know i would i would want to know how much you get a year and all this stuff and do you 
still get it if you pass away before it happens and you can give it to other people, but I don't know. I don't know what I would choose because we're both still fairly young. And so I guess would be better. Yeah. Yeah. We're super young. Um, I guess, yeah, you'd have to ask a lawyer about that or someone that knows how to count because I don't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, you need to be really good with money management. I could see maybe yeah. why someone wouldn't take the lump sum because they're scared to get that much money all at once. And then they'll, like, do something really horrible with it, like buy yeah, something they're... stupid. Or... Yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of money. Like, do you, I don't know. Could you spend that in your lifetime, do you think? I don't know. I guess I guess I could. <laughs> I, but, I, but I don't think I could. No. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would take the lump sum and I, like, I would really, like, you – you could save it and just and just live out your life doing whatever you want. It would be pretty amazing. What would that you would buy nice. if you if you had that much money? Like what, what would be like the like the dumbest thing you would buy? Um, with I that would money? definitely have someone to do my hair and makeup every day because really? I don't know how I don't know how to do my hair at all, and I can never do my makeup to my specifications, which you know I always complain about that. Uh, right. When we film something like called maybe Forever Hold Your Peace, which is on mm-hmm. YouTube right now, um, <laughs> for instance, I'll always say, hey, it doesn't look like I have any makeup on. And I try and I try and I try, but I I can't do it as they do it on YouTube tutorials. So I would love to have someone that has to do my makeup and my hair every day. Um, we actually, we have a caller. Um, oh, my goodness. So I'm going to, I'm going to take this. Uh, call blindly okay um so um hi thanks for uh joining us this is i'm not important don't have much to say uh tell us your name um my name is matt hi matt i just wanted to call in about um the lotto uh Uh and the difference between taking a lump sum and uh the or taking the annuity or over the, the years like you were just talking about Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So what so what's the, up with it? The reason why you're you're better off getting that lump sum is because you're locked into whatever the tax rate is at that time. So like uh-huh. um so say our, our our tax rate for that amount of money would be thirty five percent right now in two thousand seventeen. In twenty years it could inflate exponentially over 20 years, like let's say 3% every year. So now you're taking more taxes every single year than you're, than you would have had you taken the lump sum. So the other trick, the other trick with the lotto is every time you give money to someone in excess of $50,000, it gets Mm -hmm. taxed again. So you're better off not giving people money, but instead like, purchasing a house for your parent or giving someone a gift of uh, paying their debt because while you're paying the bill off and you're doing something nice for the person, it's not looked at as um, you're giving money to that person. Cause every single time that you give anything that's over 50,000, you're going to get taxed again. So you're better off just like and taking their debt on and paying it off. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. I, I never would have thought about any of that. And wow, I really so will so never good. have that problem because I have $5 right now. But that, Very... is, that is really interesting. Yes, thanks so much, yeah. Matt. No problem. 
Thanks for calling. Um, okay, so well, that that question is answered for us. Which yeah. Is wonderful. Okay. Now, if um, we ever win, we know what to do. That's right. Uh, so take we, we have run. to take. Yes. Take the money, run, and then uh, don't give gifts. Um, no. Pay things off for people. Um, or don't give gifts of money anyway. Yeah. Or else yeah. it gets taxed again. Right. I don't know what I would buy. I think that was a great answer with the hair and makeup person. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know like what I would. the most ridiculous thing I would buy is that. I, I think maybe I would like occasionally, like I would once a month, maybe like see if I could get like. Uh, like a shopper, like a fashion person to go out with me and, um, and like help me buy clothing. Yeah. Well, the thing is you'd be rich enough that you wouldn't even have to go out. They would just bring stuff to you and you could be like, no, I don't like that. I don't like this. (laughs) I feel like I've seen that in movies. Um, because like I said, I have no money, so I don't know how these things work, but I'm pretty sure they, they would do that. Right. Which huh. would be very cool. That would be very cool. All right. Well, um, I guess good luck to uh, I forgot her damn name. Mavis. Mavis. Did I say her name? Mavis. 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 Okay. I I I got confused. I thought it was um. I kept thinking of Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Oh my god. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's who taught me how to to type. And me uh, too. so thanks, Mavis. God, I love that lady. Yeah, she was she was great. Wonder what she's up to. I guess she was made up, right? That was a made yeah, up person. Yeah, I think so. She was a cartoon lady. I don't know. Why would they like, call her Mavis Beacon? They made it Beacon. into a game. I don't know. Maybe yeah. she was real. Yeah, because it's like we're, like if they're sitting around making a game, they're like, "What should we call this teacher?" And they're like, "Well, she should be called Mavis Beacon, obviously." Like what? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's weird. Very weird. Okay. Um. So we have two more things to talk about. Um, so just this morning, Lady Gaga announced uh, with Netflix that she's having a documentary that's coming out at the end of September. Did you see yes, that? I did. That's that's really interesting. Um, they did have you a lot see of, any like, the promos stuff. or anything? I did. Yeah, I yeah. think I watched all of them. One of them, oh. she's like in the water and in the voiceover, she's crying about being alone, which is a very common kind of mega celebrity thing I think which yeah. you don't think about if you're not a celebrity because you just think oh these people have everything they could ever want why are they complaining but right. it's true like there's people around you all the time but then everybody will leave and you will be alone because you don't really know who's there because you're super famous and super rich and who's right. there just to like profit off of you kind of thing Right. So it it can be very lonely in a crowded sort of way. Yeah. I saw um I, I only saw one of the, the things. She was like in a doctor's office and they're yeah. saying something were they talking about her face or something? I don't know. They yes. were gonna like do all these different steps and I was like, What the hell are they doing? And she just looked like oh like death warmed over. Like it was Yeah. It, it was like, a like little freaky. It sounded like they were talking about like pain in her face and I yes. they said something about the muscles, which makes sense. You don't really think about pulling muscles like in your face, but I'm sure you can. And she is singing and talking and doing all these things with her face constantly. Right. So I'm sure right. there's some damage that can happen facially. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that looks scary. Yeah, it looks like this is going to be really... Um really interesting i hope it's i just really really hope because everything that came out seemed like like a little dark um like i hope it's not really like de- like depressing 
Like I'm okay. Like, like if it highlights like these really difficult times, but Mm -hmm. then it has like this positive message about it, I, I'll yeah. I'll be totally behind it. I just hope it's not a real like downer. I don't know because the previews made it look a little bit yeah. like a yeah like a sob kind of fest. I don't know. There was one that people are talking about where she was talking about Madonna, and she was like, "I respect Madonna. I like Madonna. I've always admired mm-hmm. Madonna, um, and I always will, no matter what she thinks of me." And then it cuts off right as she's saying, "The thing I don't like about Madonna is." <laughs> Oh my god. So she's I guess she's gonna be telling some secrets or something. Right. Just speaking her mind. And I'm excited for that. I'm I wanna hear celebrities talk shit about each other. Yeah. Um, what's one thing you like about Madonna and what's one thing you don't like about Madonna? Um, I like everything she did in the eighties and in mm-hmm. the nineties and that she was always changing and that she was very pro woman. I do not like how she seems kind of desperate and out of touch nowadays. Yeah. Well, and that's also what makes it difficult for me to sort of swallow when she is critical of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, like another, another artist, you know, especially another yeah. female artist. Um, it makes it difficult for me to swallow that because I'm just sort of like, I also feel that she, there's that slight, you know, out of touch, Mm-hmm. I guess um and then I'm like like wait I thought you were like strong women and like female empowerment and then here you are not doing that mm-hmm. so I don't that's what's frustrating for me about her I don't know yeah yeah so, I don't know so um okay so um do you like cereal do you ever eat cereal I had cereal this morning what what kinds did you have it was honey bunches of oats Oh, that's I I really like that. Yeah. Have you ever had Frosted Flakes? Yes, I I think we have that in the pantry right now. I love Frosted Flakes. Oh, so do so you know like there's uh that their mascot um Tony the Tiger. Yes, I think the original voice for him was also the voice for the Grinch. Stop. Really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I didn't know that. I'm gonna take like what that- you say is truth. Yeah, that, like, deep, rumbling voice. I'm pretty sure they were hmm. the same. I could see it. Yeah. Or hear it. Um, so uh, someone was someone was uh, banned on Twitter because mm-hmm. they said they would, um, they would fuck Tony the Tiger. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what did, talk a little bit about that. Uh, basically, someone, I think the uh, username is Alex Boyvin. Uh-huh. And basically, I just kept tweeting the same thing at Tony the Tiger, which is, I'd fuck that tiger. Uh, <laughs> and he got banned for, I don't think it's permanent, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, but he's basically saying that he did it jokingly because he thought it was weird and bizarre and funny. Um, because nowadays, there's just all these corporate mascots and these like corporations and stuff trying to be your friend on right. Twitter and stuff and it's just it's bizarre if you think about it because they are just trying to make money and they don't really care about you <laughs> yeah well and the ad was like really weird it was like a picture 
of Tony the Tiger, and that they were like asking something like, "Doesn't he look nice?" Like I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like just something that was inviting people to comment on Tony the Tiger mm-hmm. and like how great, how great he is. So I, mean, I thought it was really very funny, but it was sort of like taken as like a sexual harassment, yeah, um, like inappropriate content complaint, which was really interesting. People were also complaining. They were like, "Wow, Twitter has time to." ban someone saying that but there's all this other stuff going on on twitter that you know is not being handled i guess yeah and i i agree with that a lot because it's kind of ridiculous that they will get rid of this person for harassing a corporate mascot but then there's people being constantly harassed and like sent death threats and rape threats and all this stuff by like white supremacists and then there's women getting sexually harassed constantly and they don't really do much about it until like there's a huge outroar but it's it's the corporation that's giving them some shit and they will immediately get on top of that right you know i i will say um i I was pretty proud of myself but i guess this happens all the time um i just actually got an update from twitter i reported someone um about a week ago um for what I thought was incredibly um, offensive. And they, um, they just messaged me um, like about 10 minutes before the show started um, telling me that the, that the person's account was closed um, oh, wow. because they were, yeah, they were violating the terms. I mean, they were, they were being really, really horrible. Um, That's good. Well, not I mean, they're being horrible. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like you hear, uh, but I hear a lot that, you know, it like takes a really long time um, or they, they don't like some things just really get through. They're like, Nope, this doesn't violate our terms. This particular person was talking about, um, there's that, um, the democratic Senator from Missouri. I think her name is um, uh, Maria Chappelle Nadal, I think. Um, I am not sure. So she had written this post on Facebook saying something horrible. She thinks that Donald Trump should be assassinated. She said something like that. Um, Wow. Yeah. So she, she took it down and there was a whole thing and she wouldn't apologize. And then she said she was wrong and, you know, whatever. Um, so, but people were responding to her and what I thought uh-huh. was, what was really crazy was here is this lady who said something clearly inappropriate. You should yeah. not say that you hope someone is assassinated. Like we mm-hmm. all know that. Um, and these people are responding to her on Twitter and, um, and I also think this plays a part in it. So she's, um, I don't know exactly what she is, but she is a woman of color. Um, mm-hmm. And people are saying that she should be hanged. And I was yeah. like, and they're like, you're wrong. You should be hanged. And I'm like, wait, you're mad that she said something about assassinating yeah. someone. you want to hang her. Like, yeah. what are you, people are insane. But anyway, so I reported the person that said that and Twitter has banned them. So, well, that I mean, is great. I, yeah. I don't use Twitter that often. So I, I never know if these things actually work or if they're just kind of there yeah it was the first time you know i have reported people in the past for um various like writing really homophobic things or yeah whatever. um this is the first time i've gotten a response i think I, I reported like two people maybe over like the last year i'm not like crazy like reporting people and attacking mm-hmm. um but this is the first time i actually got a response so i guess you know people might be right in their you know, accusations that Twitter doesn't really follow through with things. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, in this case, they did. But I guess you have to <laughs> threaten someone's life to uh Yeah, to yeah, qualify. just that. <laughs> or try to fuck a tiger. Right. 
So would you fuck Tony the Tiger? No. No. Why not? He seems very, like, physically fit. You know, he's really into working out and stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, I can't deal with all that hair. Mm. Too hairy. Too hairy. Yeah. 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 I get that. What about you? What about you? Um, I, yeah, I think I probably would, I guess. I mean, I'm in a committed relationship right now, so I have mm. to say no. But, um, you know, if I was single and cartoons were real, um, yeah. I, think, I think I would. Because he seems nice. Like, he has a nice voice, too. Like, I bet it would be really nice, like, talking to him afterwards. Um, and I'd want to see if he, like, if he purrs when you have sex with him. Like, my dog just got really mad that yeah, I'm talking yeah. about sex with a feline. Yeah. Um, there is, he wears a red bandana, and I remember that there used to be, like, some sort of bandana or handkerchief code for, um, to wear, like, in your back pocket or something that homosexuals would do at some point. Oh, you know yes. What I'm I'm, about? I know what you're talking about. I'm incredibly out of touch, so I, I don't know, but yes, that is a thing. Yeah, where you I would... just looked it up right now, and it's he wears a red bandana and the code for that, depending on if he, he can't wear it in a pocket because he doesn't wear pants, but if if he had it on his left, he would be (laughs) a fist fucker. And if it was on his right, he'd be a fist fucky. So that's something you might want to know. I mean, if it's around his neck, he might be for either one. So you 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 have to factor that in as well. Okay. Well, that I am not into. I don't want to. So, like, <laughs> I hope he's, like, open to, like, just doing, like, what the other person's into, you know? Like, yeah. I hope he's not one of those, one of those cats that's, like, you know, no, you got to do what I want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And All one right. last well, piece of information. Oh. Mavis Beacon is not a real person. Oh. Well, that's. I, I don't know how I feel about that. It makes me happy and sad at the same time, I guess. Mm. I don't know. If she was real, I feel like it would ruin like the mystique. Yeah, know, yeah. About, about around the name. Um, she's fake. I just don't. Why would you pick the name Mavis Beacon? It's just. I have no idea. What an interesting name to go with, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So um, I guess that's it. You know, we talked yeah. about everything we could talk about, tigers yeah. and the submarine. And um, I really hope that they, f- oh, my God, I, re- I hope they figure out what happens with that submarine lady. Like, I know we're, we're like, haha, submarine and herpes. But, like, I really hope they yeah. they solve this so her family could have some peace of mind. Oh, my God, how horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, and we talked about herpes and the lottery and the gaga mm-hmm. so much. We covered so much tonight. So, and thank um, you, okay. Matt, for helping us understand the lottery better. Matt knows about math and the law and taxes, which is which is great. I hope Matt is always. I guess he must be paying his taxes um, and doing a <laughs> yeah, really good job I'm at sure it. He is. So, um, everyone should be like Matt. Pay your pay your taxes, everyone. Um, yay! <laughs> yay! Um, so, <laughs> thank you so much, Carrie. Uh, as always. For, uh, for joining me. I hope you come back again on the next show and we'll talk about um, new pop culture topics and we'll, we'll follow up with, with the things that we discussed tonight. That sounds great. 
So this concludes the show. Um, Again, I want to thank PD Plastic for joining us tonight. If you're listening to me on Blog Talk Radio, please check out the links below to purchase music for um, or follow PD Plastic on Twitter. If you're hearing me on iTunes, remember you're only a quick web search away from all of this good stuff. As always, thank you to Carrie Childers for joining me live tonight. I'll be back on September 7th with the fantastic Plastics to discuss their new music, their experience on the Vans Warped Tour, and their upcoming Midwest Invasion Tour. I hope you'll join me. Thanks so much for listening. This is Mike Lyons. I'm not important and don't have much to say.